You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man. And if you want to get your money's worth, stay right here because you're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. And remember, everybody's got a price this is don west here and i'm telling you knockouts and three counts is the podcast baby make sure that's the one you check out because buddy like me they're the real deal baby This is Jake the Snake Roberts. Just let me know. You need to listen to Knockouts and Three Counts, or you'll see that damn snake again. This is the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, a.k.a. Shane T, boy. The baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. And you're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Everybody, this is Kyle, and you are back here for another episode of Podcast Gold. This is Knockouts and Three Counts. Corey, how the fuck you doing? You got you a crispy new hat. I got me some crispy new Jordans. It's a good way to start a motherfucking Tuesday. I'm trying to keep it up, man. For anybody who tuned in to yesterday's uh, show, I was able to, our, our actual Monday out of the blue with XFC president, and um, it was an incredible show, man. But for those of you who were able to watch it, I, I kind of keep the, gave a little peek for all of you who will be uh, keeping up. I'm going to try to keep a new hat coming every episode, man. It's going to be uh, quite an endeavor. But here we are, day number two with the clean white on teal Memphis Grizzlies. Let's go. Fuck the Grizzlies, man. We got more important things to talk about. We got the guest of tonight. We've got a guy that we got to meet down there in Texas while we were working over at Pele Wrestling that was live on Fight TV. We've got the man himself, Mr. Icon Lee. How you doing, brother, man? I'm doing good. You've got the promo king, Icon. I'm here, and it was damn good to see you down in Texas. Hey, likewise, you know, brother. You know, were you there the first time, man, the second time? Right? I, was there bo- I was there for both shows. Corey wasn't because I can't drag this motherfucker out of his house. Man, uh, do you know how hard it would be to try to explain to the old lady, hey, I know we haven't taken a vacation in entirely too long, but I'm also going to just go randomly uh, this weekend when I get invited the week before. Well, Corey, when you're Icon, they fly you out. They fly you out. I don't have to uh, ask an old lady. They just say, Icon, we have a plane (laughs) ticket. We need you down there to kick Will all day's ass. And that's what I tried to do. All right. No, so, no, no bat signal. He said no bat and signal. <laughs> he said no bat signal for you. He said you don't got a call in sign for oh, Icon God. Lee. Batman. That's a different universe. That's DC. I mean, I, I would think Magneto first, but it is what it is, okay. right? Well played. Right. Well, throw out all your social media and let everybody know where they can see these crazy promos that you speak of. At Icon Lee. That's simple. <laughs> Hey man, I like it. See that—that's yeah. the kind of shit I'm talking about. You got to have it to where it's easily accessible. Well, like you mentioned, we met you down there. A wrestler, a wrestler named the Titan. He—he he gave me that name, so he has a cool name. I think it all has to do with the name. You can't just have any name. Certain names are marketable. Certain names aren't. So, my name. So 
that leads What's... me into a great question, though. You know, you talk about these purges, you talk about these excursions that you're on. Well, before we get into those, how did Icon Lee come to be? Well, I originated my whole persona and aurora and everything about me in the vibes of Dubai. So I'm, I, I was started off by representing Dubai, which, which to me represents wealth, money, and power. So I had a golden cloth that I simply wrapped around my face. So I was doing the whole face covers before COVID because I started wrestling training in 17, 2017. And then I started finally getting my, my first bookings in the United States, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio in 2018. So I would wrap the gold cloth around my face and I had, you know, like my chain, I, I would come out with like a gold, a gold chain. I, I would later upgrade my chain. And that's how that whole, that's how that started. And I was, I was looking for, um, I was looking for a sheep to follow me, a loyal sheep. It always starts that way, right? You need a loyalist. And that's what I was looking for. Now, if you would have got Iron Sheik, that would have been fucking dope. That guy's got like the best Twitter in wrestling. Yeah, period. yeah he's, he's good on Twitter. I was going to say, maybe not like right now in the ring, but oh, he's got the best right Twitter ever. Twitter, he's, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's crazy on there. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't knock him. All right. Well, sorry for interrupting. You you were telling us the story. Yeah, you by I don't like to be interrupted, but you're pretty funny. So it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, that's better than some of them that we get. So I'll take it. <laughs> Well, you know, I was trained by a professional. I'm not, I'm not ignorant, but I do command respect. I appreciate it. Well, like I said, we were talking about Icon Lee and its origins, but you know, I've been paying attention. We've been doing our, we've been doing our research. Uh, Tell me, you know, since we talked about Pele Pro, what were your thoughts on your first two outings at Pele Pro? And uh, you know, knowing that you're based out of Ohio, you know, how'd you like Texas? I mean. I'm kind of pissed being that I'm from Detroit because that's twice I went to Texas and twice it was fucking cold. So yeah. I feel like I got gypped. So what were your thoughts on Pele Pro Wrestling and what were your thoughts on Texas? Well, there's multiple thoughts about that. First off, I like Texas. Texas was great. I um, it, it was cold. It, it felt like Cincinnati, Ohio, Kentucky area. So that, that wasn't any, any difference. It was really cold. But other than that, it's really big. It's like, you know, when you get there, everything's flat. I lived in Florida for two years, too. So I'm kind of used to, you know, the flat and just vast. Ohio's like hilly and, you know, Kentucky's a little flat, but it's just not like that. Um, the sheep are amazing. People are great. I didn't have too many peasants to deal with. And as far as Palais Pro, um, it's great. I love it. Uh, they gave me my start in Texas, so I'll always respect them for that. And the very first outing that I had, I was victorious. I kicked all of their asses. Shady Frank, I kicked his ass, slapped him in the face. Um, That Balak Bridges, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. He's good. He's a champion right now somewhere in Texas. I don't know. Um, But I kicked his ass. I pinned him with the vibes driver. One, two, three. It was over for him. And I walked out victorious. Now, the second time, it was, it was, I guess I got what I deserved, right? Winning, I got my championship opportunity against William. And that bastard, he, he walked in all cocky. And I know I tried to hold my own. And then there were stupid peasants in the crowd distracting me. Clearly, I turned my head and he hit me with the fucking super kick. And that pissed me off. I never say that word. But that, that really pissed me off. So, and I lost. And I expect uh, Kyle, Mr. Kyle the promoter 
to give me a rematch because I am icon and that's what I demand. But yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, I'm Kyle too. I mean, I don't know that I can make matches at Palais Pro, but (laughs) I mean, hey, well, there's only one (laughs) icon. All right, so that brings me to another great question. Why does everybody got beef with Will all day? I mean, when we when we had Myron Reed on, he was rolling up. He was rolling up and talking about how he's talking about rolling up Will all day. You come on here and talking about Will all day pissed you off, man. Why is everybody pissed at Will all day? Do you see how he walks in? He walks in with the jacket. I walk in with the jacket, but you know, I'm focused. I'm focused on the match. He walked in, gave me some smug look, you know. And he was very quiet online. I didn't like that. I didn't respect that. I felt like it was disrespect, not retaliating towards me. You know, I, I thrive with that. I need, I need a, a, a false hero to do what I do best. And he was just very, uh, I, didn't, I didn't respect that at all. And that's why I took the photo with Myron Reed to send him a message right before Myron actually had a match with him to let him know that, you know, he's got a lot of enemies. And um, it, it's, it's got, some, something's got to give. Maybe that championship. I don't know. ROW might need to uh, make that title on the line. He needs to put it on the line. He needs to be forced to put it on the line again at Pale Pro against me, to be honest. Well, I mean, reality of wrestling, ROW, as he just mentioned, I mean, it'd be a great step up for you. I mean, both Booker T and his brother Stevie are past guests of this show. But, Corey, I've been flapping my gums for a minute. What kind of questions you got for Icon Lee? Well, you started to allude to on it earlier, but I uh, I was curious. You got nominated with the name Icon. What's the meaning behind that? Well, I mean, the guy's Titan, so he's. I mean, the name Titan itself is is an honorable name. So to be given that name and to carry that name, it it's. Uh, I mean, I add the Lee because that's my that's my part of my name too. It's my middle initial, so Icon Lee. Um, but to have that name, you have to go hard for that name. And I think that I go hard for that name. Um, that's what it means to me. And it means that I'm in control of the sheep that follow. I'm their icon. I'm your leader. You too, Corey. That was another, <laughs> that was another perfect question I had. Way to, way to segue. Well, you right have the perfect questions all of a sudden. He has the perfect question. Why, why, why sheep? Why are we as your loyal following known as sheep. Well, do you want to be a peasant? Do you want to be a peasant? That That's a good point. It's a good, good point. point. I mean, I mean, you want me to call you a fan? You like that? Fan, it's so boring. <laughs> so supporter. I prefer supporter, damn it. You're a supporter. He's a loyal supporter, Corey. A supporter of your icon. And I can call you my sheep. Am I wrong? It, it's Look, no worse than being a fan hey, of Slipknot and being called a magnet, a maggot. So I guess I, I will take sheep. That, that's no, an I, mean, I wouldn't call you an insect. I'd rather call you an animal. I mean, how is that? Any, look, how is that, that any a, worse I mean, than how Godfather used to call his lovely entourage now. host? Say it again. I said, how is that any worse? That It can't be no worse than the Godfather trying to call his lovely entourage host. So, I mean, hey. I mean, Ooh. wrestling's got a wrestling's got a pastime of, uh, or let's see, let's go down the list. You got Edgeheads. You've got, uh, let's see, keep going. There's a bunch of dumb names that have come up and come up with in wrestling. Well, hold on, let's get one so, thing straight. My name is my, the name Sheeps. You guys aren't dumb. You guys are <laughs> smart because you're following the right guy, me. 
You don't want to follow a false hero. You don't want to follow a false hero. All right. right. Well, does Icon Lee... Okay, that's a question for you. So does Icon Lee have uh, anybody that he was looking up to in the wrestling business before he made his debut to start his purge? Oh, yeah. The Undertaker. Okay. And Lil Wayne. He's not a wrestler, but those are the two right there. You want to put it together. That's what you got. So... Go how ahead, Corey. How does Little Wayne inspire the the character that we see before us? Well, because you have to look at the whole. My Instagram is genius, so if you look at the Instagram, you'll see where how I started and how I've evolved. So before what you see now, the darkness that I've been taught by Lady Lazarus, who you can follow on Instagram, she's brilliant. I was uh, I was more catering towards the sheep. You know, I had my chain, which now I've given to my second protege, Chris Demise. I had a, a nice chain. I would have my Gengar chain. I was all about the jewelry and the flash until I discovered the darkness. So that's how. But Little Wayne, he's a, he's a brilliant man. He's a genius. And um, he's, a lot of my posts are inspired by how he is a metaphorical genius with his rap. So if you ever see me posting riddles, just know often that it's inspired by him. But what you see now is inspired by Undertaker and other things, Magneto. There's a lot of things that inspire your icon. It's brilliant. You have to have inspirations. JBL once said, when I was watching WrestleMania years ago on commentary, he said, you, you see your idols and you realize that you, you are them. So I feel like if you're not inspired by someone, then what's the point of following or pursuing something such as professional wrestling? Or any form of very good point. Well, you led again into another one of the questions that I had. You know, again in my research, you know, you mentioned a couple of proteges. You know, yeah. you you're you know you're still young into the game yourself. Yeah, so, right? so how does that come to be? Tell us a little bit about these proteges and uh, how you know how does a guy so young young like yourself already got you know already got people following the way. Well, to take you back to the beginning of the podcast, when I explained to you that I was looking for a sheep within the Northern Wrestling Federation, which is based in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, I was looking for a sheep and everyone would decline my offer. And funny enough, the Titan was the general manager of this particular event. And he came out and was like, yeah, 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 you have five minutes icon. No one wants to be your sheep or you have to get out of my ring. And then, you know, I just looked around and I said, you know, this referee. This stupid referee, I can turn him into something special. And that's when I made him get on one knee. The, the footage is on YouTube. I'll, I'll share it. He hates it when I share it, but I'll share it. And he has to get on his knee, and I smack him in the face, and I pin him, and he's my sheep. And at that, that was two years ago. And since then, he's now the prodigy. He's, a, he's the Northern Wrestling, uh, Northern Wrestling Federation Unified Champion. Um, and, yeah. He's good. He's been on Warrior Wrestling. He's the prodigy Kobe Kane. That was my first protege. And he 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 kind of got free because they put up a stipulation where I had to put his contract on the line. But it's always like father, like son. So it doesn't really matter. He's always going to be, you know, the prodigy. My so protege. about that. So, you know, you, you know, you talk about he had to get on one knee and you smack the shit out of him. Now, was there any, was there any inspiration to this? Yo, from the Vince McMahon kiss my ass face. club. 
Oh, and you compare because that's the first thing popped into my mind when you said this that he's got to get down on one <laughs> knee. I'm thinking Vince McMahon kissed my ass club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just had to do that because that's what I demanded at that time. No, I get it. Respect. I'm just saying, was there any thought process into into that coming no, from there, man? No, no <laughs> I don't think of I don't think of other forms of of in, of of that. I don't think of, of that. No, I don't think of. That. Okay, I just had to throw that out there, but yeah. You know, you talk about, hey, man, you know, you talk about protégés, you talk about purges. So if with the way the world's been going with since COVID, the world's turned into a pretty fucking crazy place. So if the world was going to go through a purge, which some days it seems like we might still do so, what would be icon? By the way, those films are great, right? They are, and the masks have been ripped off by about, like, how many kids on Halloween and about 125 wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I've seen the light-up masks, I swear. I feel like everywhere I go, you see, like... Bollard Bridges, he has one, right? I slapped it off his face. Man, I, I don't get it, man, the, the light-up mask. So, if you, so if, there, if we were to go through a purge and you had one night, to, you had to make it through, what would be Icon Lee's purge strategy in this one me i'm not i'm not going out there why would i go out and join the but you're saying you want to purge them that's your chance no the sheep you purge i say we all purge meaning you purge not me i'm not gonna go out there you crazy oh i see how this shit goes so you get to be the evil dictator and we just got to play around like dummies i see how this goes i'm not evil at all i'm not evil you see Corey, i'm starting to feel like we're being deceived here all right this guy's over oh, here talking about being sheep isn't a bad thing. And then you're telling me if we had a purge, I got to go out and do the dirty work. What kind of shit is this? I mean, obviously, why would why would you want your icon to go out? I have to lead you all. You got to lead by you? example. Why would you? Ever I stumped him. I stumped him. <laughs> Hey man, nice. I had to, I had to see what the purge strategy would be, man. Because the closest I got is Call of Duty Zombies, man. So I've never been through a purge, but since you are the master of purges over here, I thought you would be the one with the the best uh, strategy for this one. No, I'm not going to advocate for any of that. The You're only not going to advocate for the purge. I, yeah, as your icon, would never go out and join you sheep and such things. That's see, Corey. That that see. That's what's wrong with the leaders of today, man. This guy's over here telling me that I got to go out and do the purging, but yet he's taking credit for my purging. Come on, man. You have to go buy my shirt now. That's what I'm going to tell you to do. You have to go buy the We All Purge shirt and be a sheep that way. You go buy you a knockout three count shirt, and we'll talk about it. Where could we purchase one of those shirts? Yeah, let us know where we can purchase them. You're throwing out the demands here, sir. This guy, this guy, he's 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 on one right now. Hey, I just been throwing the mail too much. But where can we get an Icon Lee Rise Up shirt? I saw those and retweeted them. If you're following us at Ko3C Pod, you've seen Chicago's them earlier this very week. Own. Right where they can find Chicago's very own ProWrestlingTees.com. Hey, we got a store up there too. So uh, yes, get you a shirt. Yeah. Get you a shirt. All right, I, I, so, I love it. They're they're, they're brilliant too. They, they really are. They 
they truly yeah. provide an incredible service for the industry. I mean, let yeah. alone just inside the wrestling world. There's so many people even outside the wrestling world that are involved with those guys. They, they really they do uh, a lot. They like, a, a quality it, it service. legitimize your brand. Yep. Yeah. Very, very much so. I think a lot of professional wrestlers should um, actually create a pro wrestling keys account, especially now that they allow, you don't have to have a limit of followers. I mean, if, if you don't have one, it's just like, why don't you have one? Yeah, I, I just exactly. got one started for us, you know, for the show here recently. And it's like, that's the thing, man, because like, you know, when you go through merchandise and you go through that whole deal, it's like you'll pre-order how many shirts. And then the next thing you know, it's like ha- half the people that say they're going to end up getting them don't end up getting them. And then you end up stuck with shirts. So I feel like the way to go mm-hmm. now with pro wrestling tees being like it is you order however many people say they're ordering and that's it. And then the rest of them, you got to get it off the store. And it's that simple. That's right, man. I totally and, agree. So the link, you can just have the link like posted on your like social media and it, it's actually perfect. Well, yeah. you mentioned social media. Tell me a little bit about that. You know, you do a good job with your social media and, you know, letting people know where the next purge is taking place. Um, (laughs) Tell me a little bit about, you know, your thoughts on social media and all those kind of things and why, you know, what would you say as a guy who's coming up? Because I feel like now more than ever, social media is like one of the most important things, because if you're not doing enough to try to uh, push yourself out, Nobody else is going to know what you're doing. So they're not going to care. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about that. You're really active on social media. There's always different promos coming out. Tell me a little bit about, you know, if there's anybody maybe that you look to on social media that, you know, helped inspire how you're doing yours. And why do you think it's that important to all young wrestlers? And for that matter, we cover MMA as well to young fighters as well. Um, Well, I actually know an MMA fighter. Um, Cole Sutton. Okay. Uh, but I, I would say persistence. You have to be persistent. You have to be, I would say, at least try to make two posts a week. You know, you can't just, you can't just make a post and then think that you can be okay with making a post two weeks later and that people remember. And I would try to say, don't just, as a wrestler, especially, never just post randomly. Actually try to have things tie into something long term. So that it makes sense because you're trying to tell a story, whether it's in the ring or on the microphone, on the camera. And nowadays, no one ever teaches it social media. So I think that being persistent and because I'm persistent on that, I'm persisting training um, in the gym. I don't train as much in the ring, you know, as I get older. I, I mean, but I'll be training this week at Bone Crushers in Cincinnati, Ohio. But just persistence. If you're not persistent on social media, you're going to. And the algorithms, Brian Pillman Jr. teaches me all the time, like, don't do certain things because it'll mess up the whole algorithm and your post won't even be noticed. So nowadays they have where you can actually put money into the into the post and you can promote it. We do that on ours all the time. Yeah, I have a different method. I just send it to all of you because you're my sheep and I don't I don't understand if you're following me and then I have the right to send it to all of you. So you all just get it. I love that direct message. Send, 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 send. Um, I recommend doing that too. Not everyone's going to think that's a good idea, but I do that. Um, but just you have to be persistent and be creative. You can't just post mirror pics. You have to be creative. And not everyone's going to be me. So that's another thing. Not everyone's the promo king. 
Dude, okay, so you, I've heard you reference that a few times. You said you're the promo king. So I'm tell me, great, who were some of the promos? So I, up to that. I ain't mad at it, but who were some of the promos that you were watching that inspired what we see from the self-imposed promo king? Well, we got to say The Undertaker, Kane. Um, Kane like for promos? I mean, but when he talked. It's yeah, the, the talking, you know, it's the little things. It's not that he talked a lot. It's when he spoke. It was very menacing. I'll give you that because when he ha- once he took the mask off and, you know, all yeah. the hair came off, he definitely yeah, you had. Remember, to... I'm not that old. You're older than me. You're an old man. You're an old chief. <laughs> hey, hey, young... hold on, sir. Hold on with all that. <laughs> We're still in the under 30s crowd, chief. Ah, damn it. That's what I'm saying. I'm still under 30. Thank all you right? very much. Okay. Well, that's good. When you're not that old. <laughs> but yeah, um, Edge. I loved Edge. Uh, Stephanie McMahon. She's got. To, it's a name. lot of things. A lot. Of, a lot of. A lot of things. But it's not just wrestling. I, you know, it's, a lot of people are like they're inspired by just wrestling. I'm inspired by a lot of films and movies. Okay. Yeah. Like like Apocalypse. You know, uh, with Palpatine, Chef Palpatine. He's great. Voldemort, Lord Voldemort. A lot of these things. A lot of these things. I guess, you know, that's a good one. That being said, I'm not getting reality. I'm not, yo, I'm not even going to hold you up. When you really think about it, and Corey, this is a movie I know you've watched. You've watched Harry Potter before. If we're we're talking about promos, Voldemort could spit some shit. Oh, Harry. He was great. Dude, and he was so cold blooded with it, too. There's a reason why they don't even want his name spoken, you know? You know, yeah, like he too, was it, bring, it just brings too much attention around, you know. He was cold blooded, so man. So you when know? you're thinking about how I plan out things, that's how I'm I'm thinking like those guys. Mixed with the Undertaker and you know, some other So you mentioned I'm Brian inspired. You have to be inspired. You mentioned Brian Pillman Jr. So Brian Pillman Jr. Obi Wan Jr. <laughs> so we first met Brian at a show out here that is now defunct. But uh, we've linked up a few times through uh, StarCast and all that and been working it out. We've been talking about bringing him on the show for the longest time. It's just never worked out time-wise. But that being said, you know, other than Brian Pillman, who are some of the guys out there right now that are on the indies or the main scene that you'd like to see Icon Lee, you know, tangle up with? I'd definitely like to have a match with Myron Reed now that we spoke of him. Um. Warhorse, very inspired by Warhorse. I'd like to get in the ring with him. I think me and him could. Uh, I actually, I, I met Warhorse at Warrior Wrestling in Chicago. Which That's one were you? Which was the last one you were at? Because I was at one of the Warrior shows last weekend and watched him run from the fucking end zone against Pillman. I think last Warrior Wrestling wasn't last weekend. Where no, no, I'm saying the last one I was oh, at. Yeah, last season yeah, when they had one. the was, stadium um, series. Yeah, the stadium series. I was actually at all. I was at all three stadium series. Uh, yeah, so. Me and uh, another one of our co-hosts were out there for the night when it was, um, what was the main event on it? It was Tessa Blanchard mm-hmm. and Kylie Ray, I believe. Yeah, Kylie's awesome. She punched me in the face. I'm not very happy. What are your thoughts on that, man? You know, Kylie Ray, you know, speaking of Warrior Wrestling, you know, Kylie Ray's getting ready to make her return at Warrior Wrestling. Well, when, the, when she's a champion, so... When when it calls, the champions gotta you know wake up to that call, and that's exactly what she did. I know, but she's been off TV. You know, she left Impact. You know, the same thing that basically it kind of. She's literally 
the warrior champion for the hey, women. Man. I don't I, I don't think Wonder Woman ever took a day off. She's fine. She's gonna come back and she's gonna be brilliant. And she's going to defend okay, her title. Okay, so who do you got? Do you think she retains the belt against Thunder Rosa? Of course. I have I have very, very high faith in Pokemon Girl. I think she's going to be brilliant. I think she's going to win. So what you know, do you got have, against Thunder Rosa? Gengar chain. I used to have a Gengar chain. I used, to, I used to dance it like, yo, look, look, Kylie, look at my Gengar chain. And then she got mad and, you know, she said, Icon, pow, hit me in the face. The picture's on my Instagram. It's, it, it was a horrible thing. I, have a, I had a bruise. It actually, I, the bruise actually worsened because I got it in the six-man scramble when Chandler Hopkins this, decided to do a dive. I'd actually like to have a match with him, too. I'd whoop his ass at Pale Pro. I owe him one. Oh, I'm just getting pissed. Another past guest of the show, man. You've tangled it up with plenty of our past guests over here. But like Corey said, man. A lot of false heroes and true heroes, right? Well, speaking of that, man, how could you hate on uh, wrestling one of wrestling's biggest sweethearts right now in Thunder Rosa? I mean, after that match she just had with Britt Baker, people have been going insane. Is he putting words in my mouth, Corey? Did I ever say I hate her? I never you said. I never said yeah, hate. The question. My, my words. You you got to listen to us, sheep man. We have important questions for you. And my question think, was, what do you have against her? I don't Not have that you hate her. her. What do you have against? You have no beef. I've never even spoke to her. <laughs> I don't have anything to any feelings or any thoughts or any of that torture because I've never met her. Hey, I just was asking because you were so sure on Kylie Ray. I just had to see if Icon had I any smoke. I've seen, her live. I've seen her wrestle live. I know she's a warrior. She's actually the champion. How can you bet against a champion other than perhaps William all day? You can't bet against any champion, right? Man, I feel like Kyle from Poly Pro, if you're listening to this, this dude is trying to book this into existence. He wants I, uh, Will All Day at the next show I out. Feel like, I feel like Will All Day has been thrown under the bus all day. That's what I <laughs> Throw him under I the mean, bus. Throw him under the bus and have a purge with it. <laughs> man, I might, uh, you know, like that one, Corey. I'm about to retweet, you know, for those of you who aren't following us at KO3C pod, you know, I just retweeted the link to this here episode out. I might have to tag Will all day. So maybe he can, uh, he can re- give his own response and things over here, man. It's getting hot you know, and heavy. He likes to stay silent. He, he's like a, he's like a little silent mule. He stays quiet. Oh, unless he's, he's saying, Myron, Myron, you're such a good friend. But remember, Myron was talking all types of crap toward them, right? But all of a sudden you're, I respect you. Okay, so that being said, you know, you mentioned Pale Pro. I was at both Pale Pro shows. There's no bell for me to ring, so fuck you, Devin. But uh, anyways, at the last Pale Pro... Are you talking about Mr. Storm? What'd you say? Devin Storm? No, I wasn't talking about Devin Storm. I was talking about the most of our show, Mr. Devin. But uh, that being said, at that last show, we saw, you know, quite the showdown between Niles Plunk and uh, the Magnificent Malico in a drinking contest. So, He's brilliant. He's brilliant. I mean, I'm just saying, it entertained the shit out of me. So, if Icon Lee was in the drinking contest against uh-huh. Niles Plunk, are you drinking wine? Are you drinking, what are uh, we drinking? I was going to say, you better not say that beer crap. Don't Damn. That beer. That's for the sheep. Okay. Bro. I like beer. Damn, Corey, but you're I'm just even more down the hole. I, I think <laughs> So you got to be a hard seltzer guy then, right? Uh, That's what I take it as, a hard seltzer? Like a good solid white claw? 
No, not a white claw Hennessy. I mean, I, I kind of thought we was going there. tonight. <laughs> Hennessy. Hey man, cognac, huh? Hey man. Now, have you ever had a Hennessy? Have you ever had a Hennessy? Uh, Hennessy infused uh muffin before? No, no, I'm not. I'm, Dude, it was the craziest thing. We went to this party, and I kid you not, it's they were cupcakes, but inside it, it had like a dropper, like uh, just like you know, squeeze it out, and you you stick that in the top of the thing, and you could legit taste it, dude. If you if you ate too many of those, you would have been icon would have been on another level. Let's just say that it would have been purged because you called me dude. I'm not I'm not dude. I'm your icon. Excuse me, right. sir. Icon would have been in purge mode, and we'd have to see how fast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, purge mode. Hey, man. Look, see, there's a reason. There's a reason why they let me flap my gums on this. Maybe it's because I, you know, I pay the studio, or maybe it's because I got a microphone. But I digress. I'd like to think it's because people like to enjoy hearing me run my mouth. But. With that being said, you know, we talked about some of the people that inspired you in promos. In pro wrestling right now, who do you think, who are some of the best promos out beside yourself? Uh, Warhorse is a genius. It's not that he's cutting up the promos. It's the way he's doing it. He's a genius. Um, uh, Let me think. No, I don't really. There's not, people just, I feel like certain guys just talk, you know, they just. Not. Here, I'll throw out a name that's been sticking yeah, out to me yeah. recently, and that would be Eddie Kingston. Okay. Eddie Kingston, I like for the exact reason that you were just saying, because had the big kaboom not really, if it really gone kaboom, between that and the the promos that they were cutting up to that, and after that, like the promo they cut about it not going kaboom, it would have been perfect be story. It would have been perfect storytelling. You know, I was there, ring the bell. Yeah, it didn't go boom, but it would have been a great story had it played out that way. But uh, I don't know, man. It. I feel like I'm the king. So, I mean, it just doesn't. I'm the promo king. So it's really hard for me to just. You, you asked a very hard question for me to answer, but I do get. That's what we do here. Well, we ask the hard questions. Another hard question for the promo king himself. Does Promo King draw any inspiration from the MMA side of uh, the world? Yeah, yeah, I I do. I I mean, I wear I wear lifting gloves. I used to wear lifting because I lift all the time. I used to post icons lift, and interesting enough, that was like my Batman signal. I would post icons lift every time I was in the gym. I since retired that last October, so no one knows when I'm lifting. But every time I was on Facebook or Twitter, I would post icons lift, and that would for years let my fans know or my sheep, whatever would know that i'm actually in the gym so i would definitely say that now i'm wearing the mma gloves i'm that's like brock lesnar inspirations i love brock lesnar he's one of the best wrestlers of all time i would say and interesting enough he retired the streak of another one of my inspirations the undertaker who wore the gloves as well so you can kind of see the the comparisons with that okay well there isn't much better honestly I, i don't really pay attention to mma as much as maybe other people do. Um, I do see a lot of it when it shows up on my timeline. Um, I do follow, like I said, I have a friend uh, who actually I, I went to school with before what I am, what I've become today. I, w- I went to school with him. He's an MMA fighter. 
Um, and I would I, I repost his stuff and stuff like that, but I don't really keep up with it that much. I'm not going to sit here and, and try to stunt on MMA and act like I know a whole bunch about it. Well, you couldn't no. have picked a much better person uh, than Brock Lesnar to draw inspiration from, because even though his uh, MMA stint may have been short, he was a champion for a reason. So you couldn't have picked a much better person to draw inspiration from on that regard. Yeah, I mean, there's others, there's others, you know. So you mentioned Brock Lesnar and MMA. I was there when Brock Lesnar won the heavyweight title off of Randy Couture in Vegas. And Kyle, uh, you were there for everything, weren't you? I'm just calling it now. Some of us like where's some of us where's the teleport everywhere at all times. Damn it. Some of us aren't hermit crabs like you and like to go and explore the world. Well, you see these lovely wooden walls, it's very bro. Good to explore the world. I think it's wise to do that. It makes you a wiser person. Well, exploring the world is how this interview here happened. So, had I not been out exploring the world, we wouldn't be talking right now, Corey. One of these well, days, I, I get to explore lovely Detroit every single day. Okay, I do plenty of exploring through the lovely three one three. Just explore damn Michigan to the seven three fours all around the board. So you just get to stay, man, look here. If your ass doesn't, speaking of warrior wrestling, if your ass doesn't make your way down to Chicago with me for warrior wrestling, we might have a new video on the YouTube channel. Kyle drop kicks Corey in the face. You better be at war. Hey man, I've been trying to tell this dude and we're trying to get past guests to show mega ran out there with us too. So we're we're trying to make some stuff happen. Mega Rand, shout out to Mega Rand, him getting us the tickets to head down to uh, Revolution, where his theme song "Revolution" was your theme song for AEW Revolution. I'm trying to get us all to reunite down in Chicago and get Derek to come down with us. So we might be out in full effect in Chicago, man. I love Chicago. I was just there recently. It's a wonderful place, right? Is it any more opened up now than the last time I was there? Because last time you well, couldn't even really go the, through like Millennium Park. When, I, when I'm there for Warrior, it's like an in and out situation. I'm never there long enough to venture to the city. So when I went to the city uh, two weeks ago, yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty open. You can walk around. There's people walking around. The movie theaters were open. Uno's Pizza was open. I love Uno's Pizza. It's brilliant. Chicago's uh, a lot of fun, man. The last I remember, Devin and I took a trip down there for. Uh, money in the bank and uh i remember the faithful blackhawk fans of chicago were not fans of the fact that i said that i was red red wings fan and fuck the blackhawks but hey <laughs> well there's sheep for everything you can't disrespect the blackhawks sheep it's just disrespectful i mean there may have been a little alcohol infused and we were at a bruce pritchard show we there wasn't no like the cupcakes right you like the little alcohol in the cupcakes Hey, man, I don't even drink like that, but it was a good time. Bruce Pritchard was telling stories. Armando Alejandro Estrada showed up. It was uh, good times in Chicago. But, uh, yeah, we were we were making friends with the Blackhawks fans. Uh, but like you were saying, Chicago is a great place to go. I'm bummed I haven't gotten to go to Wrigley yet. But as we talk about Warrior Wrestling, who, you know, we talked about Warhorse. You know, we talked about Myron Reed. We talked about a few people. You know, what is it you think that makes Warrior Wrestling kind of stand out, you know, from some of these other promotions that are making it such a hotbed? And, you know, what are your immediate plans for Warrior Wrestling? I think it's the atmosphere. The atmosphere of Warrior Wrestling is 
it's a great atmosphere. The locker room is good. The sheep are good. Um, the turnout's good, and they have just a rich history. I think it's a lot of a mutual respect between the sheep that follow the brand and the company. I think they both understand each other, and they expect a, a certain level of professionalism. And I think it's just a brilliant place, the location, the promoters, everything about it. And then, of course, they made a genius move by having me probably on more. I've been on the main show, but I've probably been, been on the pre-show of the event to kick off the event more than any other wrestler that's at my level. So I, I respect them so much for that. Um, it's the first place I ever wrestled in Chicago was Warrior. So it's kind of like a poly pro thing down in Texas. I look at them the same way. And interesting enough, the promoter with down there in Texas is, you know, they, they're, they're friends with the promoters up in Chicago. So that's where I met one family. It's cool. I love it. Well, and that was, and it's ironic that you bring that up because the whole way we even got linked up with the whole independent wrestling expo, the very first one and all that with Kyle was through Twitter. But then I went to Chicago with another one of our co-hosts, Kevin, and was down there. Well, you met Kevin at the first show. Uh, Kevin was down there with us in Chicago and Hey man, you know, it's some, when you're an icon shit like that happens, but, uh, yeah, man, in Chicago, that's where we met Kyle as well. So, I mean, it's crazy how the wrestling world I've figured out is like a lot smaller than you think. I mean, the world as a general is a lot smaller than you think, but especially when it gets into wrestling, because this guy knows that guy who knows that promoter who knows this and that and the other man. So it's like all one big, you know, yeah. it's all one big circle of life at one point. Well, before we let you get out of here, I know you've got a few places that you're planning an upcoming purge at. So why don't you tell us what's a little bit on, uh, icons reparent, uh, repertendo and let us know what Saturday? you got coming up this Saturday. I returned to the Northern Wrestling Federation to be the leader of a team of true heroes, such as Shady Frank, which I smacked him in the face in Texas. But, you know, he's a good ally and he decided to join forces. We all decided to join forces together. Dakota Wolf, he's brilliant. He's going to be on my team. You know, he, he's, he's a great wrestler. He's, he's young. He started training about a year ago with the company down in Cincinnati, Ohio at Bone Crushers. Um, and another another wrestler, a couple other wrestlers, and we're gonna destroy a group of false heroes that you know are led by, interesting enough, my protege, my first protege, the prodigy. Oh, and excuse so, me, on my team, my second protege, Chris Demise. I can't forget about him. He's brilliant. So you've got uh, you've got a little history with your opponents this weekend too. Yeah, this is home. This is home for me. So I'm gonna be returning home. And I'm basically going to have a team of true heroes dismantling a bunch of false heroes led by my son, the prodigy. And I'm going to kick all of their asses. We're going to, we're going to be victorious. That's okay. Then. And then I have a surprise in April. I'm not going to announce it yet until after I purge in Kentucky when I return home. And then after that, I am looking forward to something in May. And then perhaps we have a warrior surprise. Perhaps we have a Pale Pro surprise. I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything past a certain date. I don't. I, I like to think a couple of days out, but I don't like to think that far out unless it's something like extremely like big. But 
not that those wrestling at those particular events aren't big. It's just that I don't know that much information. So I'm not going to go ahead and sure. speculate on something I don't know. I know the next Pale Pro show is going to be June 19th. I was talking to yeah, Kyle nothing, about nothing's announced. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to go out there. I mean, no, no, I totally, I, I totally, I get that. But before I let you out of here, you brought up a good question. You brought up a good thought. So Icon Lee, does Icon Lee watch any of uh, some of the stuff we've been seeing now? We talked about it with past guests of the show, Myron Reed, as you mentioned, Gino Medina. Uh, Mecca Wolf, all three of them. So, yeah, have you? Are you a fan of all the you know the superhero stuff? And have you watched WandaVision or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? And yeah, have you heard yeah, the Zack Snyder cut? First off, I do like Mecca Wolf. He's he's cool. He he can kick ass in the ring. I respect him. If anyone can cut a promo and has a look, it's Mecca Wolf. I I met him at Poly Pro, and I think he's good. And WandaVision, I did complete. I liked WandaVision. I liked the whole, the two visions at the end. That, that was cool. How he transferred his mind into the other vision because, you know, he wasn't real. And he knew that the other one could survive with the data. Uh, that was that was awesome to see. I did like Falcon. I started Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, I liked the beginning. It was very theatrical and it was just well put together well. Like the whole canon, when he's flying through the canon. But, you know, these are false heroes. And we, so it's like I can only like them so much. So we need to figure out who's Falcon's true hero and how Falcon's going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> Did you like Justice League? So, so full disclosure, I was never the biggest. So I've started to watch it yet. I got to watch it all the way through. That's one of my to-dos on Thursday. I haven't gotten to watch uh, the Zack Snyder cut all the way through yet, but I have yeah. watched uh, WandaVision all the way through. And I watched uh, the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So I'm all caught up on that stuff, but for me, I'm so I've I call me simple, call me basic, whatever you want, but like I was always a big sports nerd, sports nerd when Corey and I were growing up playing sports and all that good stuff. So for me, it was always either wrestling or sports. As I've gotten older, the movies are really what got me into it. And ironically enough, when we were down there in Texas for the second Poly Pro show, it wasn't like we could do a whole lot like we did the first time. So Devin yeah. sat me down and we ended up watching all six episodes of WandaVision that were out currently. And then I was like, well, shit, I don't got Disney Plus. So I had to go home and get Disney Plus. So I found myself down many different wormholes recently. Services these days, you got to pick like a bunch of sheep. You just pick this one or you pick that one. You got to have them all. It's basically like you have a cable package. See how smart they are. I know, man. We had to all go get Peacock because of this yeah. whole WWE Network deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, good lord. I mean, it's getting to be some bullshit between the UFC fight Alex pass. Zane and WWE. Alex Zane, he's he's a great mentor of mine as well. I didn't get to mention him. Alex Zane, he's good. He's really good I'm, in the ring. I'm really excited to see what we see from Alex Zane. He was actually supposed to be on the Warrior show I was at, but then didn't end up wrestling. I don't know if he had gotten hurt or what had happened, but Alex Zane's definitely a good pickup for WWE and NXT, yeah. along with a fellow past guest that get far. Hey, man, everything I've seen from that guy, I've enjoyed it. I mean, he's up there with fellow past guests of this show, you know, Nash Carter of, you know, MSK. And a lot of good uh, advice on the way up to Warrior Wrestling. I respect him for that. See, and that's the thing, man. You know, guys that are going to be willing to pass it on. When it comes to social media, Alex Zane is a very, very good professional wrestler. Him, Warhorse, 
you know, Leo Rush, a lot of, a lot of, I mean, they're at a certain level, but they were at the, 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 the independent level before they all got signed and they were still kicking ass on social media. You know, Warhorse was in AEW, but be, before all that, he was always, they, they were always persistent on social media. So, I mean, a lot of those guys, they're really good at being wrestlers, professional wrestlers. Well, we're getting to the end of our time here. So if you've got any last parting words for any of your opponent or your sheep, you know, let them know and let everybody know where they can find you. Um, Young Juice, this Saturday, you're in the five-man tag team. And just know I'm going to whoop your ass. You're talking crap, talking a lot of crap that you shouldn't be talking on social media. You know, you haven't been doing anything. You haven't done anything. And now you get to step in the ring with Icon Lee and the prodigy can't save you. Noah Gabriel can't save you. And none of those guys on the future star division can save you in that match. And as far as Pale Pro, William, stay out of my way. And anyone in that scramble match, stay out of my way. And as far as Warrior, whatever you want to give me, I'm real, I'm really, really excited to, to handle it and uh, take advantage of it. And I'm going to kick ass there and anywhere else. Just just know that your icon is coming and that this and any ring is my domain. And that's 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 simply put. And I'm the promo king. And you can catch me tomorrow on Wrestling Travel. That'll actually be another podcast slash show. It's going to be on YouTube and I'll be doing that with them. I'm very honored to have be on that on that show tomorrow. Um, you can go and get my shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com, Icon Lee. And also, you can follow me on all social media, including TikTok. I'm not as good as certain people on TikTok, but... Are you I trying to say Will All Day is better than you at some... What? I Why said, are you, are you trying to... <laughs> I mean... No, I was actually in my head. I was thinking about Alex Zane. I, I, I look at a lot of people as competition. I respect and I look at a lot of people as competition. Alex Zane is really good on TikTok. He gets, he gets a lot of creative content. So, I mean, just... But yeah, TikTok, follow me, Icon Lee. Instagram, Icon Lee. Twitter, Icon Lee. YouTube, subscribe, Icon Lee. Icon Lee, Icon Lee. I'm your damn icon. And we're just getting started. My He's your damn icon and subscribe to all of his channels and make sure you hit that motherfucking subscribe button and check out your boys from Knockouts and Three Counts and get you one of these fine shirts right here. Just saying. And follow but, Knockouts on, on, on Twitter as well. You guys follow them. Follow your brand on Twitter. Follow, follow this podcast. Hey, man, we greatly appreciate it. We appreciate you retweeting everything out. Like I said, man, it definitely won't be the last time we bring you on the show. Hopefully, I'll see you at another Poly Pro show or something like that. Hey, man, you're from the Ohio area. Let's see you make your way over here to the Mitten, and uh, maybe we'll see you here in person here in Michigan. And until next time and in the in-between time, check us out live this Thursday, 9 p.m. Miranda Gordy will be back with us. But this week, we got to be talking about UFC 260, Stipe, and the man whose hands are bigger than my fucking head, Francis Ngannou, are getting ready to go to war this Saturday. So there's a lot for us to talk about. Come this Thursday, 9 p.m., live on Facebook and YouTube. Until next time, and in the in-between time, fuck your couch. Peace.